the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Monday. And I hope you had a a, a great weekend out there. We're we're ready for the Super Bowl, right? It's going to be the Niners and the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs turn it into like the Patriots, right? You're like, gosh. These guys again, and of course, Taylor Swift, right? All the Swifties out there, uh, all excited. Uh, shout out to the uh, quarterback, and then I brought Purdy, a local Arizona product, uh, Perry High School. Uh, so uh, great uh, comeback by the Niners. Uh, you know, I was talking to Jason earlier uh, about the Chiefs. Like, it, it wasn't this week, but, but uh, I want to say it was like last week. Uh, there are some Chiefs fans. They got together to watch the game. The game was in Buffalo, and uh, these four guys, four buddies, uh, watching the game, and somehow uh, three of them die in the backyard and are out there for, like, days. The guy that had them, I didn't even know they were out there. Uh, everyone suspects, you know, drugs and this and that. And I was saying to Jason, whatever happened to the, to the good old days when uh, – you know, if you had a party like that, uh, maybe you had some ditch weed and you were lucky uh, if you didn't get a headache. Uh, now, all of a sudden, whatever you had, just stay away. Uh, you know what? What was it? Uh, uh, Nancy Reagan, right? Just say no. Uh, nowadays, uh, Jason, about anything you take, it'll kill you. Yeah, the only kind of outdoor football I ever did was I either participated in it or maybe I went to a Broncos game. Uh, I don't like outdoor <laughs> football in Colorado and it's been cold in Kansas City so I yeah I don't don't get the whole watching the game outdoors in January is just a a recipe for a problem as far as I'm concerned one time we brought the TV out it was Labor Day 2000 the Rams had just won the Super Bowl the Broncos had their down season after winning two so they put they put the Rams and Broncos on Monday night on on Labor Day and so yeah myself and my uh my girlfriend going to be my wife rooting for the Rams in the backyard of my parents' house, and they were rooting for the Broncos. And, you know, the greatest show on turf just went up and down the field and beat the Broncos. But uh, that's that's the only time I can remember watching football outdoors besides participating or going to a Broncos game. And I tell you now, if you're sitting there almost dying at a Broncos game, someone's going to someone's gonna nudge you and, and get you some help. You know, my gosh, yeah, the guy, I don't know. I, I, people die in his backyard. He has no idea, man. It's crazy. Bizarre story. I, he did a Rip Van Winkle. Apparently, he was asleep for two days. So, yeah, uh, maybe uh, he was the only one that didn't make it out there. But, yeah, who knows? But, yeah, the Super Bowl's all set. The Phoenix Open uh, coming to town. Barrett Jackson was in town. All, all the uh, – 
car guys were out at uh, Westworld uh, spending uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars on their favorite classic car. And uh, today we, we've got Joey with us because, listen, maybe you want to do that, right? Maybe you want to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, on your, your, your favorite old muscle car or whatever it may be. Uh, Joey's the guy uh, that makes sure that you can do all those things uh, and, and be prepared uh, for what life brings you. Uh, Joey, welcome back. Uh, always good to have you. Yeah, it, it's great to be here, and happy Monday to everybody. Um, and I hope your team won this weekend in football. I know the teams I was rooting for did not. So that was a tough weekend for me. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a crazy time in Arizona with Barrett Jackson in the open, and I'm excited to come back down. Uh, visit the family, but you know, really today, I, I wanted to make sure we're covering and talking about long-term healthcare planning. I um, I had a case last week with a client of mine in, in his late 40s, and, and him and his wife have done just an amazing job of saving. They've got two little kids, and, and we're helping them reorganize their accounts and just be a little more tax efficient, but. He, he had a problem come up out of nowhere, which he prompted us to revisit things. His father is going through, through long-term health care needs, which means he needs assisted living. A nurse has to come to their place of residence. And he's like, Joe, my, my dad didn't do a fantastic job of saving, and it's costing me $9,000 a month just to make sure his dad is taken care of and the last thing they want to do is send him to a state facility. And, and he was appreciative because we have already set up his long-term health care planning. And he knows that if he ever is in that space when he retires, he's got a bucket of money there to take care of him. But I thought it was a great thing to bring up for our conversation today as we're entering retirement. And we've done such a great job of saving. I think it is very important that we have that conversation and we find some creative ways to plan for it, but also make sure that if you don't need assisted living, that that money you can use while you're alive or going to your loved ones. And the way we're solving for that is just a hybrid long-term care life insurance product. And it is absolutely fantastic. I use it myself. I'm a 24 year old and I'm already planning for this stuff, but every dollar you're putting into that plan, is either going to grow tax efficiently, tax free for you to utilize while you're alive, guaranteed to grow historically at 6%, which is pretty unheard of, as well as having a death benefit for your loved one, but also having the ability to access the death benefit of your policy while you're alive for long term health care needs. And right now, it's averaging people $10,000 a month. Imagine 10 years from now or 20 years from now what that bill is going to be if it happens to us. So as we sit here today, I urge everyone, as you're entering retirement, to really look at this topic and find ways to plan for it. I can hear the break coming on. We'll talk about it after the break. 800 Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News, our 
on this Monday. Uh, we have uh, Joey with us uh, right now and, and focusing. And, you know, we know, listen, old 401ks, IRAs, tax prep uh, as you're getting ready to retire uh, how important it is to have Joey in your corner. But uh, talking about uh, health care, long-term care, how expensive it is, uh, this is a plan. Uh, my wife and I have the exactly what Joey's talking about. This is exactly uh, what we have done because in my family, we have a history of this. This has uh, happened uh, with my aunt, and, and uh, it, it's something where obviously now with Alzheimer's, dementia, we don't, you know, strokes and heart attacks, stuff like that, but uh, it, it, it's just something where, uh, you know, cancers, all those other things, uh, if you've done a really good job uh, of preparing in retirement, this seems to be the one thing, uh, Joey, where, where a lot of people miss at uh, until it's too late, they get too old, or they they get diagnosed with with cancer or Alzheimer's or dementia, and once that happens, it's too late. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's always too late if you're solving for the problem after it happens, especially when it comes to the insurance side of everything. And, and I'm sure most people work with a wealth management guy, and all they're going to talk about is the investment side, but Protecting and managing our risk is the most overlooked spot in terms of your financial planning. If you think about it, if you don't have the proper defense in place, how are you going to have a high-powered offense? How are your investments going to continually work harder than you if you have nothing in place to protect yourself? Because what happens is we always think life's going to be perfect. It's not going to throw us a curveball. This is the year where nothing bad happens. Usually something is going to go wrong, and a lot of people just are not planning to protect these risks. And as a result, it's tearing down their entire plan. You're selling out of your 401K. You're paying tax on it. You're selling out of your other investments, right? We want to make sure holistically that every problem you could have, we have a bucket of money solving for it now. Yes, it's called life insurance. It's a hybrid product. It is a phenomenal tool to supplement your entire retirement plan. You got money that's guaranteed to grow. It's growing tax-free for you to use while you're alive. There's going to be a couple 2008s when you retire. You live for 20, 30 years without an income. You're going to experience some pretty pretty bad down markets. I want to make sure that I know each and every one of my clients has something growing from 5 to 7% every year guaranteed. That's something you cannot mimic in the stock market. You want to get a 6% return, guess what? You need to return 10%, and then you pay taxes, you netted 6 It is a great piece of the puzzle. It's something that I believe everybody should have in place as they're looking to enter retirement. For those who have done a great job of saving into their 401ks or company-provided plans. This is a great opportunity to look into and look further into. It's really going to help you make yourself bulletproof as you walk away from that income here in the near future. So if we haven't talked yet, you haven't reached out, but you've been wanting to, you can always reach me at my personal cell, which is 602-909-9048. Again, that is 602 
888-900-9048. If I miss your call, just leave me a voicemail or a text, and I will get back to you as fast as I can. There you have it. Uh, that is uh, my son, Joey, 602-909-9048. And, and again, it's another, uh, just another thing. You know, insurance has changed a lot, just like all these other investments have changed a lot o- over time. Uh, but this this new, uh, well, I don't want to say new, but newer uh, hybrid, uh, hybrid product uh, allows you uh, to save at a great rate, uh, leaves you money to use, takes care of those events that none of us want to talk about. Uh, and yeah, man, the cost of, of long-term care, it just seems like every single year, every year, every two years, it seems like you got to add another $1,000 a month and another $1,000 a month and another $1,000. I mean, uh, spending $10,000 a month on long-term care, uh, that sounds like a fortune. Uh, that, that's that's really not, uh, you know, you wouldn't even call that a high-end place anymore. So uh, give Joey a call if you don't have that or, or you're like, man, I've been thinking about it, 602 909 9048 is his number. We'll have Joey back uh, next week. But, Jason, uh, another big week here. We've got uh, the Fed is meeting this week, so we're anticipating uh, what, what is the talk about rate cuts, what's the talk about the ending of the reverse repo, what's the talk about uh, the starting of the wind-down of quantitative tightening, and then at the same time, the Treasury, uh, Janet Yellen, they have their their uh, refinancing announcement already. Uh, there's going to be another uh, significant increase in the size of these auctions. So, uh, as we know, uh, it's been a struggle. Uh, it's been something where the, these auction sizes, as they get bigger and bigger and bigger, uh, it just getting harder and harder to sell these products. And and so this week, uh, we're going to get another increase in the size of auctions on top of uh, the clues from the Fed about what's going to be happening uh, come come the next meeting, right, the March meeting and beyond. Yeah, we're going to find out because... uh... I, you know, I'm not 100% sure what they're going to do. I don't think anyone really knows what they're going to do. I, I actually was watching a case. I forget the guy's name. Uh, the guy, he was one of the characters in uh, the big short. Mark, Mark, the guy who was Mark Baum, but he, that's not his real name. But he was on one of the financial shows last week saying, oh, they're, they're not going to raise the rates. It's not going to happen. He said, well, okay, maybe one. He said, maybe one. And I'm thinking, man, that is so backwards to what everybody else but Maybe it's just all cheerleading. Maybe it's just all fluff. The markets are just cheerleading for these rate cuts so badly. But he made this case. He's like, look, they're, they, they're, they're doing what they say they're going to do, and then they haven't said anything about lowering rates. They said that they could. So I, we'll have to see what's going to happen, Joe, for sure. I, I know they're going to react to things, but sounds like from his point of view, the Fed is more afraid of letting inflation get out of control and looking like the late 70s, early 80s, having a repeat of that by lowering the rates too soon. So I don't know. They can lower the rates and crash and, uh, and blow this thing up and have inflation, or they can just keep the rates the same and the markets start to tumble. I just don't see them wanting to do that because of the election year. So I, right? Right. What, what will and they I, do? Right. What will they do? And you're right. Everybody's all over the board. I, I put it this way. Nobody's saying raising rates, right? Everyone's saying uh, it's either the Fed's not cutting, right? That's just a bunch of wishful thinking, 
or the Fed's going to cut a little bit or the Fed's got to cut a lot, right? I mean, th- those are the ones I think will probably get more talk on quantitative tightening uh, coming to an end first. Uh, there's now people out there uh, talking about the government data, that the numbers aren't believable, that the the employment data is, is flawed and that the GDP data is flawed and that uh, the Biden, and I don't know, you know, Biden administration, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the Fed, what have you, that they're saying that uh, all of these numbers uh, can't be believed. It, and Jason, I think it's, it's there's a lot of confusion out there. And let's not forget, it finally happened. Uh, we had three U.S. troops die in a rocket attack uh, over the weekend. Uh, 34 injured at the Syrian-Jordanian Border. So there, there's another country now, Jordan. Now they were actually, uh, I believe, in Jordan territory. Uh, the uh, one of the Iranian-backed groups, and of course, now the war drums beating even harder. Right? They want. Uh, we're expecting some form of response from the United States. I know there's uh, a lot of people out there want them to strike Iran. I don't know if we will or not. But uh, Jason, that, that uh, that's another factor that has to be weighed yeah geopolitical is that's that's going to be what they point the finger at when things go wrong one way or another so uh what happens if they uh leave the rates alone and we don't get huge inflation but then but then uh, oil goes up crazy and the markets start to come down and when all that starts to happen my guess is well the middle east starts to get heated right at the same time just very conveniently right joe you know maybe another flu season blows in late in in the winter season and they call it a uh you know, some some uh, offspring of the COVID, this and that, and they couple that with the war drums. You know, it's you know a lot of the a lot of the, the big wars throughout, throughout American history, the, the the European wars, they started kind of slow, kind of like the Ukraine's just been its own thing, and then now you have Israel, and they get heated up after about six months to eighteen months, so that the time frame of a war growing is is well put for twenty twenty four, Joe. Yeah, and it, it's it's I don't know it, it's so hard uh, for for uh, everybody to judge. We just truly are like okay, we're 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 looking at everything on the surface here in the U.S. I, I'd say things look okay, right? I mean, I, I, you know, when I get ready. I live in Arizona. Jason lives in Colorado. Maybe we live in a little bit of a bubble uh, because we live in growth states, right? Texas. Florida, right? Maybe, maybe the Carolinas, right? In, in those areas, maybe the economy looks a little different than, say, uh, California, Illinois, uh, New York, right? The, uh, other places where uh, the the people are leaving. Let's not forget the borders a mess. Another another record uh, amount of people coming across. This month setting another record. Uh, now uh, the Biden administration desperately trying to get more money for Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan with a promise to shut the border. Hey, if you spend a bunch of money, then I'll shut the border. And, and Jason, it's just, uh, you know, and it's idiotic. Like, so essentially what the Biden administration is saying, well, like, we could shut the border, but we're not going to, right? We're going to leveraging uh, the border as a way to get Congress to spend even more money we don't have. And guess what, though? The easiest way to do it 
have some more U.S. troops die, and, and, and all of a sudden uh, you'll see the checkbook fly open. Yeah, the border, right? Texas. Yeah, we'll that's another one of these things, right? You know, conveniently, um, you know, Hollywood's going to have a movie coming out called Civil War about Texas breaking away from the Union. It's almost like they planned it, huh, Joe? It's almost like they planned this whole thing. Yeah, I guess some convoy uh, heading to the border. Uh, you know, uh, that, that's. Again, right? I love it. I think, you know what? But it reminds me of what the Canadian truckers, right? Uh, January 6th, uh, all the all these people are going to end up on some kind of list. I'm, you, know, you can guarantee it. Uh, and it's an election year, right? Uh, Nikki Haley now saying, hey, if I don't do better in South Carolina, I guess I'm going to have to drop out. So uh, we're getting real close to, to uh, Trump-Biden in, in, in a rematch. Uh, and, and again, Jason made a great point. The last thing the bankers want to do is have uh, the economy collapse during an election year, they they because obviously they feel like well that that'll impact the uh, the economy and, and factor the election one way or the other. I think that's why a lot of people are holding out hope, Jason, that the Fed's going to cut just to help Joe Biden. I you know. I, I don't know that. I don't know how political they are. If Janet Yellen was at the Fed, I would absolutely agree. But she's at the Treasury, and she obviously heavy, heavily influences uh, the Fed's decisions to begin with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we should not have a Federal Reservist as our Treasury Secretary, but I guess since the Treasury Secretary doesn't matter, hasn't been paid a salary since 1933. You know, look it up if you think I'm wrong. I guess it doesn't really matter, I guess. I guess. But having having someone in the government that's Fed and having somebody at the Fed that's the Fed, I guess I guess it's kind of a vision of the future, Joe, when, when they put Janet Yellen in the uh, Treasury seat, I guess, right? Right. 800-951-0592. Jason and I, we're coming right back with more. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason. Patriot Radio News Hour on this Monday. Uh, we're going to have the ECB, uh, Japan's Federal Reserve already. Uh, the ECB kind of dropping hints that they uh, may start cutting rates. Uh, when we look at uh, the government, uh, the uh, GDP uh, to the debt level skyrocketing. And again, this week, treasury sizes are going to increase again but uh, in terms of the dollar uh, government debt it's growing eight over eight percent a year this is another one people you know they just don't pay a lot of attention to but this was a this was the first two percent rule I remember them having uh, back when Alan Greenspan and then Ben Bernanke were running the Fed, well, as, as long as the debt doesn't go up, you know, more than 2%, then it's okay. You know, a little debt's okay. You know, 2%, right? They, they love 2%. Uh, but, Jason, we're, we're going to have a number this year, in 2024, uh, that, that looks like it's going to be over 10% growth in this is just the growth of, of the debt uh, as it keeps 
projecting upwards. And, of course, the Treasury, uh, you know, every every 90 to 180 days now having to come out and say, well, we, we got to borrow even more money. Uh, it really is uh, astounding when we look at it because uh, – this is something where th- this is how uh, everything comes to an end. Uh, Dick Bove, who's been a Fed cheerleader his whole life. He's been one of these guys on Wall Street for the last 30, 40, 50 years. He's now getting ready to retire. It's funny when they get, when they get ready to retire, they kind of start telling the truth. He basically just said, hey, I'm getting ready to retire. And oh, by the way, uh, the dollar in its day as the world's reserve currency, it's getting ready to come to an end uh, because they can't control spending. Right. And and a lot of uh, those in the government and in Wall Street, they just believe as long as you can service your debt, it doesn't matter how big it is. And uh, that only lasts until it's so big that it does matter how big it is. I mean, it was 10 days ago. We hit 34 trillion on the debt. We have another 150 billion on there, right? I mean, yeah, you know, think about that. You just take that back to 1981 when we hit the first trillion, and 15 percent of that just happened over the last 10 days. 10 days, you know. I mean, what what is that rate? What is that like? Like what's 80 days before we hit another trillion? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, that, that's the, the, the pace. The only time that pace is lengthened is the April tax season. Out, outside of that, uh, you, you, you're, you're sitting there saying, hey, be, you know, 90, 80 to 100 days, uh, it's a trillion dollars, uh, with the exception of, of the uh, tax season in April. The, you know, October's tax season, Jason, that didn't go very well. And, and it's one of those things where uh, the I. IRS is continuing to ramp up, right, continuing to hire, continuing to, to track it down. It, it, something's got to give here. This is, this is the problem uh, with what's been happening with all of this spending. Uh, I, I think we're kind of reaching that point where uh, there's only going to be two choices, and, and that's going to be not only do we got to cut spending, we got to raise taxes. That's a double whammy, right? They, 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 they never – do either if they if they're if they're raising taxes they're always raising spending uh, or or they just cut taxes and, and let spending keep going the way it's going uh, it's going to be a much different picture uh, over the next five years and we'll see that's one of the reasons I think that they do lower the rates is because that'll let inflation go and then. Yep. Those in the so-called necessity category will get the pay raises. Like we, I talked last week about the insurance companies just gave themselves a huge pay raise. You know, they just they just got together, the t- 10 biggest insurance companies, and just said, we're going to increase our margin on top of paying for this expense of, of running insurance companies. The government will do the same. And government contract coverage will do the same. And it will be those that are not in the government, which is getting to be a smaller and smaller percentage of people that have nothing to do with government. Uh, those are going to be the people that are going to get sucked drive from the vampires that's the irs joe you know so i i they're gonna spend they're gonna spend more joe that's that's the plan spend more and inflate it and spend more and inflate it that's that that to me means that they will lower the rates and, and cause that inflation joe it, it is the i think the probably the least or the i'm sorry the most likely scenario is in order to continue to support all of this debt 
lowering the rates because that lowers the cost, right? So uh, the, yep. the, the, remember when rates were zero, Janet Yellen, go big, spend it. They, they, they hardly cost us anything. We're going to have a trillion, over a trillion dollars of interest payments in 2024 alone. Uh, and Jason, when you're talking about spending jumping hundreds of billions, you know, two, three, four, five hundred billion dollars in a year. Look at what they said to us. Now, granted, it really wasn't this, but fine. They said spending went up seven hundred billion dollars last year. The debt. Went up seven hundred billion. Went from one point three trillion to two trillion in a in a single year. And and the and the funny part was it was actually worse than that. But let's let's not let's not get too bogged down in in the details of it. Uh, the even bringing the rates back down, uh, it, it may buy you. Hey, that 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 softens the blow. 200 300 billion dollars uh in less interest payments uh that that still means that the debt is still growing you know maybe you buy yourself a year right but then but even that trick runs out and i don't believe the books of the federal government or the the federal reserve so we also know if they want to spend more money the fed can just click on a keyboard and just give it to whoever needs it keyboard yeah yeah quantitative quantitative easing right the, the FOIL request from 2012, when they admitted to $5 trillion in spending, and it ended up being 29 and there's no idea what they're doing now. And I think that's another reason why the inflation – you could have the rates stay rested and still have inflation come back, depending on who's getting the money and how it's uh, being put into the economy, if it is. So there's, there is that, Joe, where you can support a lot more spending if someone is just feeding accounts without keeping a record of it, Joe. Yeah, inflation doesn't go away without a crash. Just doesn't. And look at they, they didn't ha- they haven't stopped spending. I mean, the government granted they haven't even passed a budget, but all like, well, we're gonna just keep spending, you know, keep it going, the rate it's going. Uh, and, and then of course the treasury, they already did it in December, now they're doing it again in January. Ah, we're just gonna increase the rate of borrowing, and now uh, for sh- I, I, I'm positive. The Fed is getting ready to to wind down quantitative tightening. Uh, and Jason, uh, what comes next? Quantitative easing, right? Right. That, yep. that, that always comes next. Take the radio news hour. Yeah, I know, right? Where are all the green shoots? That's what I want to know. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriotio News Hour, and again, right. Uh, where's all the green shoots? I mean, can we live? Can we live? Can this co- economy survive with it, it being Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet, Meta, and Netflix? I mean, can we live on that? I mean, that's kind of what we're down to. I mean, Tesla's kind of fallen off. I guess Nvidia, right? Uh, Nvidia. That that's it, right? The, they, they call it the Magnificent Seven. I mean, uh, I, their, their market caps are outrageous, right? When you look at the Dow, yeah, okay, thirty-eight thousand. But if you chop off the those those seven companies, right? It's a much, 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 much different picture out there and all of the things that we keep talking about diversification is going to be the key that's why you got to have your gold and silver put away today ten dollar liberties today a thousand ninety five dollars gold's up ten uh 2026 2027 
Silver's up 35 cents, uh, approaching 23 and a quarter. $10,095. Two tens, $50 less than a 20. You buy 10 or more, 1085 that's two tenths, seventy dollars less uh, than a twenty dollar gold piece. A half ounce of gold, uh, the old private gold. You know what? We, how we like it? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is your toll free number. Put that physical gold and silver away. And after you do that, check out our friends at Y Refi. I mean, think about it. We had Joey on this morning talking about being diversified using an insurance product. To get five to seven percent returns annualized that you can use uh, later on for for like long term care and things of that nature, and then why refi? You get up to ten point two five percent and do some good out there, not correlated to the stock market. Doesn't care about the debt. Doesn't care about the Fed meeting this week. Uh, you. You can turn your income on, you can turn it off, you can compound it. They have no fees. They never attack your principal ever. Heck, now they even let you keep some of the interest if you got to end early. Be diversified here. I think that's going to be the big thing, especially not just this year, because I know this year looks pretty chaotic. I think next year, uh, after the election, it's probably going to get more chaotic, in, in my opinion. But it's going to be a much, we're in a much different phase here. Uh, this spend, 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 spend. Uh, we're going to spend our way out, spend our way out, spend our way out. It's coming to an end. Uh, you know, they, they always worried eventually the size of the debts become too big. Uh, getting something with these fixed rates of return, that, that's really going to be appealing in the future. Check them out. InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them. 888 888- why refi 24 you guys know you got to have a minimum of fifty thousand. you can use an existing ira some of you may be able to use your 401k but jason you know, we, you know i said earlier where's all these green shoots right can we can we just survive on a very small handful of companies uh to lead us through all of this and, and at the same time, the decisions that we're talking about, none of them are appealing. None of them are a sign of strength. And it just seems like uh, Congress, uh, they can't get their act together. The, 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 they already know, right, the, the gig is up. The, the, the thing is, is how long can they go before the rest of us realize it? That's exactly right. I mean, uh I've, I've seen it here locally, Joe, that th- these these policies, you know, that if you look at the average, uh, you know, news news show, you know, mainstream media, things seem all right. They're talking about how the unemployment is low and this and that and the GDP. And they're talking about how great things are. But I, with our business, Joe, and, and with other businesses I've been uh, – people that I know, there's a huge slowdown. The average guy with the average money that that's, that's feeding – the economy with you know things that they need, whether it be appliances or uh, or this or that, or people buying gold and silver. That the small guys are just evaporating. The, the the money that the small guy has to continue to move their financial fortunes forward is come to a halt. It's just come to a halt, 
And it's going to come to a halt with the medium-sized players and then some of the large players. And here's another thing, Joe. And you talked about a market crash, which I don't think the market's going to crash very soon, but it, it is going to crash. And you know it's going to crash maybe at the end of this year because the biggest players that buy stocks are all selling. Jamie Dimon selling, Warren Buffett selling, you know, the uh, – you know, the big short, Michael Burry, he's sold all his stuff late last year. They're they're selling their stocks because they know stocks, yeah, they're, they're going up. Well, because they get that, uh, the FOMO, the fear of missing out people, and they see it going up. They're just, they're milking you like a cow to get into the market right before things go haywire, Joe. It sucks to be the guy that jumps in uh, when it's going up, 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 because you think you need to jump on it. It's it's just it sucks because they, they bait so many people in. It's that, it's that peanut butter jar thing I always talk about. They they have all the peanut butter. They take it out first. That stuff that was stuck to the side, all those years that you earn your money and trying to, to, to get ahead, you threw it in the peanut butter jar at the last moment, and then here comes a spatula. That's them collecting it and taking it from you. Just, just yeah, wiping man. it clean, Joe. You know, like, and we talked about this the uh, last week. Uh, the number's out now. Uh, the ten percent own ninety three percent, and really the one percent own like you know what, almost ninety percent of the stock market, right? Uh, the, right. Uh, the right. The other nine percent own a little bit, and then everybody else, uh, you know, your your twenty, thirty, fifty, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. You know, you think you got a a four hundred one k with three, four, five hundred thousand. You think you've done great? Yeah, you're just the. You know, a fly in the milk's not even that, right? You're a speck of sand on a beach, right? That's that's really what it amounts to. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour wrapping up this Monday. $10 gold liberties, 1866 to 1907 half ounce private Government Hallmark, U.S. government Hallmark Gold, 1,095, 10 or more, 1,085, uh, just a huge savings. It's been this way for a while, couple, almost going on, what, a year and a half, maybe two years? We're two tens, uh, you know, getting uh, so much less expensive than 20s. It's great, you know. Normally, when you get that fractional material, right, it gets more expensive. And in, in the in the lower you go, the more fractional you go, the more it costs. Uh, it's just a, a, this great opportunity in, in the $10 market. And that's just because, you know, I'll be honest with you. The big hitters, the guys that do, hey, I'm going to do a million, five million, ten million, all in one order. Jason, they don't care about the fractional, right? They're just talking about, hey, uh, give me give me the most I can that takes up the least amount of space, and, and they just buy all 20s because uh, they don't care. Hey, I don't care about saving 50, 60, 70. That, that's, it's not enough for me to worry about. I, I'm more worried about space. Uh, and this is kind of why uh, we've had this run where, where 10s are just less expensive. And it doesn't really matter a whole lot what you get. It's about how many ounces you put in your pocket. Right. But if you can get if you can get tens, get tens. If you can get twenties, get twenties. Uh, we we have specials every day because that's what's coming cheap to us. So that's what we put on the air. But you can you can go to allamericangold.com, order anything off 
off our website. Uh, we'll, we'll sell you whatever there, whatever's there. But uh, when we put a $10 Liberty on sale on the air, that's a great place to start if you're starting. If you're somebody that's been ordering for a while, this is a great place to continue, Joe. It's, it's about stacking. So it's, a, it's savings. Obviously, savings works better when you got more. When you have less savings, there's less you're protected. There's less you can do. When you have more savings, you can do more. What do you, what do you think all that 401K and all that other nonsense that people do to, to try to save for the future? There's, it's, it's a confusing space, but gold and silver is pretty easy because gold and silver does not crash to zero. Gold and silver is not going to have an 80% price crash. It just it's not going to happen. It just takes too much time and effort to pull it out of the ground, and that's what that's what your price is coming from. There's a physical labor to pulling more out of the ground for the increasing amount of people that are on this planet. So, uh, and that's the way it works, Joe. Yeah, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. It's going to be a busy week, like we said. Uh, we've got the Fed meeting starts tomorrow. The announcement uh, Wednesday afternoon. We have the Treasury refinancing. Uh, we have jobs. Uh, so it's the end of the month. So we'll get another look at at some jobs data uh, as well. And then, not to mention uh, the foreign central banks, the ECB, Bank of Japan, uh, and, and getting an idea of of where we are. I think the biggest thing is, Jason. I think that they've realized. Uh, whether or not uh, the inflation's under control, not under control, uh, we're going to say that it is because uh, I think they realized rates couldn't go any higher, right? At that point, right, they, they kind of reached uh, the maximum amount of pain. The banking industry was buckling, uh, commercial real estate, which is already going to buckle, uh, and housing, uh, you know, it, it's a little better. Uh, but, but I mean, think about we're talking about housing sales back to 1995. There just wasn't any way. They, they, they can't fight inflation anymore anyway. And now everyone's talking about, well, uh, when are they going to go the other way? And, and I think that's really the only debate that's left. Right. When are they going to go the other way? When are they going to go the other way? Absolutely, Joe. Absolutely. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.